Paper Play Action presents... It's Paul here from uh, Paper Play Action, right? That's our name. Yeah. Oh my God, I keep forgetting. I keep wanting to say Paper Play Shotgun. We're gonna get sued if we keep doing that, though. But uh, so this is gonna be Attack of the Minisodes, Episode One, uh, and I believe uh, the way this works is we go over the things that we didn't get to talk about um, during the main episode, or it, I think it could even turn into like if somebody misses an episode, they could you know record their reactions. Um, but yeah, so Amani sent me the docket, and I guess I'm just going to roll right in. I'm going to do this off my phone so that you at home listening, you can kind of hear a little bit of what I'm going over so that it's a little bit more interactive because it is just going to be me talking, and, uh, you know, that could get a, that could get boring as sin. So we're just going to jump right in. So the first one is Spy City, and this one I already started, and it's restart. Okay, so it's got uh, Dominic Cooper, that's his name. He was in Preacher. Uh, he was in um, The Devil's Devil, I believe it was. He's a great actor. I enjoy uh, pretty much everything I see him in. He always nails the character. So this is a limited series coming to AMC Plus, so that's their exclusive streaming service. And uh, it's got Dominic Cooper, he plays a spy who I believe is trying to find the people that are trying to set him up or something like that. But uh, the way this looks, um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, oh god, what was it? Uh, almost a little bit of Bridge of Spies by Steven Spielberg, uh, which is a movie, if anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. But, uh, it, you know, it's got like the espionage things, people trying to kill him, he's getting set up, and a very British uh, storytelling way of things, right? The very heavy, like, undertones of people talking, you know, you have done terrible things, Scott, and whatnot. So, uh, AMC Plus, I don't have that, but uh, I may get that just to watch that. I always enjoy it. Um, not only checking out new things, but just, you know, a, a spy thriller. Come on, it's, it's hard to beat. So that's the first one. The next thing we're going to move on to, it's called Mainstream. Let's check this out. Here's how I get my kids and myself to eat more apples. I slice them, I remove the Thank core, you for the ad. I've seen this many times. I've learned how to cook apples better with this one. All right, so this is a movie. Pervasive language and some graphic nudity. All right. I'm intrigued. Ooh, Andrew Garfield, all right. Let me turn this down a little bit. I apologize, like? guys. I don't 
Okay, so it's a movie making fun of major streamers. Or not making fun of, but... Probably exposing them. Let's see how deep it goes. Okay. <clears throat> so Mainstream is about uh, Andrew Garfield plays a character that's like uh, the, I guess we'll call it upper echelon of YouTube streamers, right? He's starting to get uh, show deals, this and the other, he has people roped in with him, and it looks like, uh, obviously he's not who he says he is, there's a lot of like, darkness to the background of like what he does, and so it's gonna probably... They can't show too much here uh, in the trailer because that would spoil a lot of things, but it looks like it's going to hit on those darker undertones of uh, a lot of these things. Like, you know, we look at streamers in today's modern day and we're like, oh, these people are so cool. They're so cool. But we don't really know what they're like, you know, behind the camera. Um, and a lot of these people develop a lot of depression because you're always on camera. You don't really feel private. And so everything's thrown out there. But you, and you have to play a character, essentially. You can't be 100% um, yourself. So that actually looks like a really interesting movie. I'd love to... Go to the theater and see that since things are starting to open back up. Next is the new trailer for Cruella. Now, we've talked about this in a previous uh, episode. I, I got Joker vibes. I got Harley Quinn vibes. I also got that she's a, a psychopath uh, vibe. But, you know, I'm willing to give this trailer another uh, another shot. You know, and learn about Coinbase and getting money on crypto because... God knows ads are amazing. PG-13 is some violence at the Manic Elements. Of course, you gotta make it so kids can go see it, too. Sorry, that's my phone. What do we got? She thought she had everyone. It's 
Okay, so I'll be honest, I'm not like, I'm not digging this. It kind of seems like Devil Wears Prada, right? Like the lead actress, I can't remember her name for the life of me. Um, I can't, I, she was in Nanny McPhee, lead of Nanny McPhee. She was in uh, Devil Wears Prada. You know, she plays, no, that was, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, oh God, what's, get my actresses confused. But anyways, I think it's Helen Mirren. Um, anyways, so she's playing this devil person at the head of the fashion industry, right? And Cruella is uh, Anne Hathaway's character that uh, is in it, right? But instead of her overcoming it in a good style, she goes crazy, steals the woman's dogs, makes her own clothing line out of it, meteoric surge to fame, and blah, blah, blah. So she's a psychopath, as we've noted. And, I mean, so you got Devil Wars Prada meets Joker meets something and I guess somewhere in there I feel like they're trying to like push this like female empowerment thing which is cool I mean when she beats up the dudes in the uh in the party she's in heels and that you know I guess that is a very empowered thing I certainly couldn't do that that's that's a trait that only a uh a very uh very capable footed uh female could do you know uh I mean that, that's a very that's a finesse that I don't think that men have the balance for so good on you so that's a very powerful part but I think that the movie itself, it's trying to be too many things at once. Um, and granted, my opinion may change once we see it and once it comes out. You know, I can't obviously guarantee it's going to be this, that, or the other. But it kind of just seems like it's trying to do too many things at once. Uh, that's my take on it. But at the same time, it does look very flashy. It does look very showy. And uh, it looks like you do get a kind of cool background to a character that um, a lot of people may not have really put too much thought in. Which I'm always for and against. It's kind of a middle road. It, um can go one way or the other but uh yeah so that was cruella uh anybody that hasn't seen it um i'll make sure and post these on the twitter if uh amani hasn't already uh but yeah let's go ahead and move on we're going to move down to jupiter's legacy jupiter's legacy and i believe this is the netflix show um that's coming out i want to say it's either april so it's later this month or it's uh may but here we go let's Oh, and let me pause this. So anybody that listens to this, if I'm doing these episodes and you hear me pause and let it play so you can kind of listen to it, that's me absorbing it as we go. Um, Amani may edit out those parts where it's me not talking. So if, that's, if this comes off a little jarring, we're still kind of figuring out the attack of the minisodes. But I like to let you guys hear, and I like to just kind of let the uh, trailer take me on a ride so that, you know, it, it gives me that actual reaction. I'm not sitting there um, giving you just the play-by-plays, because if you listen to play-by-plays, it's, you know, it's not the same as if you get an actual reaction. But anyways, let's uh, dive in. Okay, it's a new superhero thing. from the creator of Kick, or, uh, the guy who brought us to the screen, uh, Kingsman and Kick-Ass. Very good with comic book films. So here's another show showing the, uh, the darker side of superheroes and the effects on people. May 7th, the guy was right So, let me see. 
I do like, uh, what's his name, Josh Hutcherson being in the, kind of the lead. I, I really like him. I think he needs more, uh, more spotlight. He's a very good actor. He just doesn't get a lot of major things because of, I guess, Transformers and kind of seems typecast a little. I think that's his name. I hope I got that right. A lot like the Martian Manhunter. Ooh. Jupiter's Legacy, okay. So, May 7th comes to Netflix. I'm going to be honest, I'm getting heavy. Uh, what's the one that just came out on uh, Netflix? Invisible or whatever. The, uh, But yeah, it's like, it's like a superhero... It's the fathers or whatever teaching the younger generation how to be new heroes and you get like the darker sides of being heroes with all of that and the younger, newer heroes going to fight things they're not ready to fight. And of course, we've seen this a million and one times. It always makes for a good classic story. You know, it's people overcoming odds that they're not prepared to fight. And, uh, what you call them? It just, yeah, it looks pretty good. The budget's really high. It looks uh, like it has a very good uh, singular mission in mind with what it's trying to deliver. And that is, of course, uh, the, the darker side of heroes and overcoming challenges. And, uh, you know, it, it looks like it really uh, nails on all of those fronts that it's going for. So I'm really excited for that. Jupiter's Legacy is May 7th on Netflix. So next, we'll move on. Warhammer Stormground. This is the one I think it is. The Gates it is not. Ooh, we're going back to old Warhammer. Okay. Or Warhammer Age of Sigma. Okay, so this is a... Tactical-based game, it looks like, where you create a hero... Lead your army through dynamic campaigns. It looks almost like Warhammer's take on um, hex-based or grid-based combat. So it's like... Uh, oh, okay. So it's a card combat game. Uh, but you move your legions and army around. So I'm guessing... It, the way it looks right now is it looks kind of like Fire Emblem meets card-based system almost. It's either that or the cards are just certain abilities that you get. So you can build your deck to be better and... And that way, it's a little bit like, um, that's May 27th, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. But yeah, the way it looks like, it's almost like Fire Emblem if it had a kind of card-based system from Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Of course, not like active combat, but it's like, hey, you have these abilities, you set your deck up, uh, so you can use it tactfully, um, or tactically, I guess either word works there, and overcome your opponents. So that's a really interesting-looking uh, game, and especially uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, just anything Warhammer, even though their games aren't always notoriously the best, they're kind of rushed sometimes, their art style is always on point, man. I, I love me some Warhammer. And for anybody that hasn't dug into that world and lore yet, uh, even if you don't want to play the games, seriously, they uh, the magazine uh, White Dwarf, they have like short stories in there that expand the lore and just give you like these badass moments. Um, and then there's the books themselves, all these omnibuses out there. And then the Horus Heresy is like 40-some books now, I think. Um... 50 something something like that but they're all just like these epic like sci-fi or fantasy uh books that uh, like no holds bar just throw you in and uh 
just are awesome. They're never like the greatest in storytelling, obviously, but it's it's always this amazing epic moment, and that's really what I think Warhammer is uh, really about. But uh, next, let's move on to Abandoned. I believe this is a movie. No, this is a game. Okay. Blue box. Always makes for good uh, backgrounds to stories. The religious nut jobs. Just says quarter four, twenty twenty one. Okay, so gameplay reveal coming soon. I was about to say. That didn't show me jack shit, alright? So it's the very disgruntled person giving us the storyline. So it's basically Outlast 2, but it's like <clears throat> its own take on that. And, that. and again, whenever I say things like that, I don't mean to sound cynical. It's just, as we've discussed in here, pretty much all ideas have already been used. People just take them and make their own versions of it. And that's completely fine. That's what an artist does, you know? I mean, uh, uh, great. Some of the best art is taking ideas from something and putting it in another. Like, all of Tarantino's work is literally just an amalgamation of great scenes with his ideas of how it would play out stitched together and it makes for some of the best damn movies uh, you know in, in cinema history but uh, yeah this looks like they took Outlast 2's idea of the religious cult madman thing right as well as Far Cry 5 um, and turned it into an, a, a thing where you're trapped and abandoned in the woods I'm wondering if there's survival elements I'm wondering you know if it's kind of like uh, uh, a little bit like the forest in that aspect, or if it's just more of like an Outlast type thing where it's a campaign you go through and it's terrifying. I don't really know. There's not much shown there, but it does give just a hint enough to where it's in the back of my mind and I'm wondering, you know, what is Abandoned uh, going to bring to the table? So next we have the Hot Wheels gameplay trailer. This is pre-alpha footage. Oh man, it looks like they nailed the uh, the look and feel of what it would be to be a little Hot Wheels car. Okay, I'm gonna pause this here. The uh, cars have that look to them like they're painted. They all look like they're fake little toy cars and then like the little metal parts where it's like the uh, chrome painting or whatever. And you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like got that weird reflective quality to it. It's like not flickering, but it's like smudged almost. You know what I mean? That's what these cars and tracks look like. Oh man, and the the little racetracks they're on it look like fake little plastic things. That's really cool. That's good dedication to detail. Everything here is like, you know, it just screams uh, plastic fun toy cars, like fun little arcade racer. 
think there needs to be more arcade racers like Mario Kart and whatnot. Hot Wheels Unleashed, man. Three laps. This looks like a Mario Kart type thing, but you got the turbo boost, so it's like, um... I haven't seen any abilities yet in it, but it does look like it has the, uh... Oh, that's cool, they're racing through the air vents. But yeah, it's got, like, little turbo boosts, drifting, um... Drifting rises as you drift more. It's like, ah, uh, what is it, uh, asphalt on, uh, the iPhone and whatnot. Those toy games. That man just jumped over, like, half of the track to get ahead of this other guy. That was really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it all right here, guys. There's not much else to be there. It's a fun little racing game. Think Mario Kart, but without the powers, it looks like. And it's Hot Wheels, and you just have fun racing each other. Like, nothing else beats that, you know. It's a good uh, Saturday night game with your friends uh, type thing. PS5, PS4. Uh, comes out... Uh, September 30th? It's either that or that's the British way of typing it. Or the, not British, you mean European way or whatever. Or really the rest of the world except America, I think, where it shows the... Anyways, it's either the 9th... Wait, that wouldn't make sense. It'd be the 30th month. I'll tell you what, guys, I'm tripping. Uh, that is coming out September 30th, and we're just going to act like I'm not uh, losing my mind there. Okay, so next is Path of Exile 2. This one kind of bothers me because that game is massive. I have not gotten far enough into it to ever be interested. To the people that do play it, though, they're deeply loyal to it. So I'm wondering if Path of Exile 2 is going to live up to that hype. And uh, part of me wonders if we needed it, because they could have just kept building on the first game as big as it is. But also, it is cool to see that they have a sequel, you know. Ooh, this city and everything they're in, give me a Dark Souls vibe. Okay, this looks pretty good, man. I, I, what I do like about Path of Exile, and even though I didn't get too far, is it had like that classic Diablo 2 feel while being an MMO. And that just made for really enjoyable uh, gameplay for as long as I did play it. I, I didn't get too far. I think I got to level like 20. I, something else called me away and I just quit playing it. But Bro, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls lately, and any and all dark fantasy reminds me of that now. Because, uh, you know, I'm working on that video, uh, or the um, the essay on why it's uh, all three games are an allegory for depression. But man, this, this art style they went for really has a Dark Souls vibe to it. Like, not just a dark fantasy vibe. I mean, it, it feels like it's from the world of, of Dark Souls. It's, I actually really am okay with that, you know what I mean? Path of Exile 2, hell yeah, when's it come out? doesn't say, but uh, I guess that's the Eastern Lands, whenever, wherever that is. I think, like, more games need to embrace, because um, I would love to, I'm really hoping Elden Ring is in the Dark Souls world, but it's like the Eastern Lands, because you always hear about them, and you see some of the armor sets, and it's like, I I love when fantasy is goes away from the forests and the hills, right, and goes into the deserts, and goes into the buried cities under sand and whatnot. I, I love that stuff, you know, I think it's a uh, uh, realm of fantasy that doesn't get explored a lot, and that's one of the things I'm hoping to get to in Malazan. I'm about to start the second book finally, and they, they're in like a desert continent, and it looks kind of like, um, you know, it is going to be that buried city desert lands type thing. And 
I just, I love that art style and feel in games and movies and books and whatnot. I, again, I don't think it's explored enough. The Path of Exile 2 looks like it's jumping right in, and, you know, let's hope that Elden Ring is also that, because it just, it would be cool to see those other lands and the Oni that, um, uh, which column that Dark Souls hints on or talks about in uh, some of the lore categories. But yeah, uh, Path of Exile 2 looks great, man. Don't know when it's coming out, but looks pretty good. And then the last one on the docket is uh, Neo, The World Ends With You. Is this a sequel to the... Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? it? Yes, it absolutely is. That was a dumb observation on my part. Let's see. God, this feels like a flashback to the past. God, dude, the art style and everything that these people are wearing, it screams like early 2000s anime, man. It's really throwback. Really stylized art style. Love it. Reminds me of the original, which I never got the... Never had the privilege of playing, but... I know many people love it, and I know I love the art style and looking things up for it. Take on rival teams in a week-long battle for your lives. So you've got the Team HP thing. That kind of reminds me of, uh, I think the last Remnant kind of did something similar. Because this it showed like you have your team's health and then groove. And my guess is as you win the fight, whoever has the most groove uh, wins. So that is a lot like the last Remnant where it's like, you know, the, the, uh, the armies, slash team unit or whatever that had the highest um, tactical meter. I can't remember what it is. Anybody that's played it, though, knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, that, that's how you secured victory, and that's what this kind of looks like. That's a, a unique and interesting way to uh, do a, a JRPG, and I really want to see that more. the day's events to change future events, okay. Maybe that's the guy from the first one. I don't 
don't know. I don't remember the names. Really. Never played it. June 20, July 27th, 2021, PS4. Dude, that actually looks like a pretty fun, um, pretty fun dream, pretty good throwback to the game that came out on, what was it, the Game Boy Advance or DS or whatever originally, but uh, yeah, man, it looks like a very hyper-stylized JRPG with a unique uh, combat system, unique systems, um, you know, you go back through and play through things to get different uh, uh, fates and everything, and yeah. So uh, to recap everything, for the to end this Attack of the Minisode, make this about an even 30, 32 minutes, 31 minutes, something like that. So first we had uh, Spice City, right? That was um, the AMC Plus TV series with Dominic Cooper, where he's a spy and there's like espionage and whatnot. And uh, that looks like a pretty good solid thing. So if you want to do a free trial of AMC, by all means, dive in, give that show a try when it comes out. I think it said it was coming out. Uh, I didn't see actually. Maybe it's out now. I don't know, but you know, I'll look into that. Uh, next was the movie Mainstream. That one I'm really excited for. It had a lot of like very big film things I won't dive into, but that, that camera work, my God. But uh, it really looked like it hits on the darker side of like these like superstars from YouTube and, and the, the internet that, you know, are not who you think they are and whatnot. It's a very, um, a very uh, reality based movie. I like that a lot. Next was Cruella. I'll bar the hit or miss talk. I've already done that twice now. I'll just say it's a cool looking take on an old classic character from uh, Disney's uh, book of characters. And we're actually getting the backstory to see how she got there with some modern things thrown in. It looks like Devil Wears Prada meets uh, Joker meets uh, Harley Quinn, I guess, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it looks like a unique take on the character. And it looks like an interesting movie. I think it said it was coming out in... Uh, May. God, I gotta pay attention more to the release dates, but yeah, it should be coming out soon. It looks pretty good. Next was Jupiter's Legacy. That one, I think I'm the most excited for this one of all of these things here because uh, I loved Kick-Ass. I loved Kingsman. And if that guy's helming it, Mark Miller, uh, or maybe he was the one that wrote it. I can't remember. But anyways, anything he does then, it's just, you know, it's, it just is, it bleeds badass. And this is superheroes going out there fighting ship and then you've got the darker sides to things as well as like the raising of a new generation and I think that in any medium is something that needs to be touched on more and that even goes back to what we talked about with Duke Thomas how Batman's essentially teaching him to become the best um, Batman there is dude I really want to see that comic where it continues with uh, either him doing his own thing and read more of that or just really get us a nice long comic run with great storytelling where he is that uh, badass and all the uh the armor with the, uh, was it the axe that had all the power rings embedded in it? That would, oh my god, that's a wet dream for me. But uh, yeah, Jupiter's Legacy, I think it said um, May 7th, was it? I'm getting all my dates mixed up. But uh, next was Warhammer Stormground. Uh, this one, I don't know what to think of this. It's PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, it looks like Fire Emblem combat, so it's like the tactical based thing, but then you've got a card based system in there, so it's like you build your deck, I guess, to use abilities to attack. I haven't seen a gameplay trailer, I just watched what Amani sent, but it looks like a unique thing, and of course it has that Warhammer Age of Sigmar art style, which Warhammer Sigmar 40k always has unique, wonderful art styles and heavy, heavy, cool things going on. It's, it really dives into heavy fantasy or heavy sci-fi and sci-fi fantasy, so definitely give that a shot. Uh, next was Abandoned. That one we only got a teaser for. It's, you know, religious cults. Uh, you're abandoned in the woods trying to survive past them. I don't know if there's a survival aspect. I don't know if it's just a horror aspect. I don't know. 
but uh, based on the snippet we got, the, the narrator is probably a character in it, and she's very impassioned about it, and trying to really sell the idea that these guys are dangerous and bad, so definitely something to look forward to, you know? Uh, past that, we have the Hot Wheels gameplay trailers. Hot Wheels, toy cars, racing, fun times, drifting, getting your little speed boost, enough said. You know, there's not much else going on there that I saw. Maybe they got some new things here and there, some little gameplay uh, tweaks or uh, some little game modes, but you know what to expect with that. That one comes out, uh, I believe it was September 30th. Let's get that date right this time and not the uh, 30th of the, ninth, uh, of, the, of the 9th of the 30th month. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Then came Path of Exile 2. Don't have a release date on that. Definitely look forward to that. That's uh, your Dark Fantasy, Dark Souls-esque uh, art style. But it actually looks like the Eastern Lands and the desert uh, with the mummies and the buried armies and buried cities and shit, which is something I absolutely adore in fantasy. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And it kind of makes me want to go back and play more uh, Path of Exile and actually get into it and to the point where I'm late game and enjoying what's there. But I won't be doing that until after... Uh, I get through all three Dark Souls and write that uh, thing. But yeah, Path of Exile 2. And then comes Neo, The World Ends With You. So this is uh, The World Ends With You 2, something... I think The World Ends With You 1 came out in 2007. So people have been waiting on this for 14 years. It's not a fever dream, guys. It's actually happening. Uh, it looks like it has a unique combat style, similar of... Based on, you know, uh, comparison anyways, to something similar to The Last Remnant. And... Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. It it also looks like it has a unique fate system, so you go back through and redo things and change things and the outcomes, uh, which is always unique in games where they can really pull it off with the storytelling. And the game really just bleeds style. It has like a really nice thing going with it. Um, it has like a very retro 2000 animes uh, look and feel, but also kind of feels modernized and new. And uh, yeah, it just it looks like a remarkable little game. So that's that. You know, uh, we got. Spice City, Mainstream, Koala, Jupiter's Legacy, Warhammer, Stormground, Abandoned, Hot Wheels, Path of Exile 2, and Neo, The World Ends With You. Hope you guys go check these out. Look forward to these. As they come out, we'll probably be playing them. More than likely as things go on, though, I'm going to take the time here to say this. I won't be playing games near as much as these other guys. I'll be either watching movies or uh, reading books. I'm going to keep my focus there because right now I'm, uh, you know, moved out in a new place. Got to make sure I save the cash. So, uh... Yeah, for other things, but uh, definitely look forward to these other things, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Attack of the Mini-Sode. My name is Paul. Uh, I don't know if I've given the last name, I guess it doesn't matter, but yeah, my name is Paul, part of Paper Play Action. You guys have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Attack of the mini